Here we go. Can, can you hear me? I got a, uh, I got a new uh, recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody. Dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah. Last year, obviously, we were supposed to have the draft here in Las Vegas. And uh, we were going to have it at Caesars. They were going to do a combination between Caesars at Caesars and um and and um the Bellagio they were going to mm-hmm. do something on the pond I mean at the fountains on Bellagio and then they were going to do some stuff in the new convention center they built behind the flamingo right but of course it got canceled with the whole world shutting down last year but they said that the previous year in Nashville over 650,000 people showed up for the draft weekend so they were counting on at least 750,000 wow. people to come into Las Vegas for that draft weekend. It's a big weekend. Wow. And, and now Cleveland's not going to get that. I mean, Cleveland's going to have a lot of people, but they're not going to get a half a half a billion people. No, I mean, but but th- that was set up, right? Cleveland was set up, weren't they? They set it up well, a year Cle- ahead, no, don't Cleveland, they? Yeah, Cleveland was supposed to get it last uh, this year. Yeah. But what they what what the NFL did is they promised Las Vegas to get it next year. So they're going to bring it back to Las Vegas next year because we lost so much money this year. Right. You know, but here's one, one of the things that I wanted to just say about the NFL draft and how it's grown and how it's so popular because there's three, four months of just mock drafts and there's draft experts and everything, you know, but it's interesting that the NFL just brilliantly, just brilliantly turned um, that basically they made the NFL a year round sport even though the, the games don't start until September and they play through January, the first week of February, what they did now is they make the draft as popular as the Super Bowl. And now what the NFL did the other day is they announced that they're going to release the official schedule on May 12th. That's a big day now. The NFL, I mean, what other sport, when they release the schedule, do people like mark it on their calendar and can't wait for the schedule to be released? So what the NFL has done is they've turned, they've turned the league into a, a, a 12-month, 365-day-a-year soap opera. It's basically, mm-hmm. it's basically a media event all year round. So today we're going to talk about the draft because we're seven days out, and we talked about the draft experts. The original draft expert is Mel Kuyper, who started doing the draft in his mother's basement in the 70s in Baltimore. That's where Mel Kuyper is, right? He's got the exact same haircut today as he had in the 70s. He never changed his hair. All the power to him. It's great for Mel Kuyper, right? And he's the, he's the, he's the original draft expert. And what, what put Mel Kuyper on the map is when he was doing the draft for ESPN, he called out the then um, the general manager for the Indianapolis Colts. He basically said on television he doesn't know what he's doing. And I believe the general manager was a guy named Vince Tobin. And Vince Tobin said, who the hell's Mel Kuyper? <laughs> Vince, Vince Tobin was livid with what Mel Kuyper said. And he basically said, you can get any jerk off to say that he's a draft expert, anyone in the country. Who the hell's Mel Kuyper? That made Mel Kuyper famous. And since then, he's the original draft expert. Okay. And now, now you know, there's several. Everyone, everyone's a draft expert. You and I, we love the draft. I just lost your voice. What happened? I just lost your voice, buddy. What happened? You just went dead. 
I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. How about now? I got gotcha. you. Okay, we're back. The old man in sweats having technical difficulties. <laughs> I lost you again. I lost you again. I heard you say, what about now? But then I lost you again. Nothing. Reach over here again with this arm. How are you? How about now? There, there, there. I got you now. But it keeps going away. Talk. No, I only hear you say what you when you when you jiggle it, it works. But then it goes away. Do you have other headphones? I think it might be something to do with your port. Let me see. Are you, are you doing this? I don't know what's going on. Are you the technical person? Here, I got you now. What happened? What'd you do? I'm gonna fix this goddamn thing. I knew you were gonna I said when he gets a fix, he's gonna be mad. Oh man. Those are high end. I, I might have some beats. Give me those beats. What do you mean one side? Those are Dr. Dre beats. How can only one side? Hey, Kim, how's it going? Hey, come on. People are waiting. People are dying waiting here. Pins and needles. There are pins and needles. Tom's got like this, all these facts and and stuff about the NFL draft, and they're, they're, they're on pins and needles. Oh, yeah, let's see. I got you now, but you're cut. Yeah. How about now? Okay, I got you. No, you went away. You went away, I don't got you anymore. I had you there for a while when you were saying pins and needles and everything, and all of a sudden you went away. I think it's the port. Well, you know what? There you go. I got you now, I got you now. He gets me when I unplug. Yeah, I got you when you're not plugged in. I'm gonna plug these ones back in. Okay. I don't know what it's why it's doing that. Hang on. Okay. How about now? How about now? I got you. Good. Okay. Let's so go. He, I got you. Gosh. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. All right. Call Dr. Dre. Tell him the, the beats so, are terrible. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody out there. Okay, so listen. You know, so, so just, you know. Yeah, it's, it's good. All right, go ahead. It's, very, it's, hilarious. it's hilarious. This is great. <laughs> so listen, so so Mel Kuyper, like back to the thing, Mel Kuyper is, he's the original draft expert. He's the guy that created, I think basically Mel Kuyper has got to get credit for basically creating the mock draft. And there's one thing that Mel Kuyper does that nobody else can do. Mel Kuyper can go 300 deep with these players. If you watch the draft, if you watch the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh round, Mel Kuyper has each player with a breakdown. He really does his work. Like he really, really, he does it year round. He follows them. He knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Now his predictions are just like everyone else's predictions. I mean, you know, they're hit and miss, mostly miss, right? Whatever. Right. But but one thing you got to say about Mel Kuyper is nobody works the NFL draft as hard as that guy, and he's been doing it for over 40 years. So I would say that Mel Kuyper is an original old man in sweats, and he, mm -hmm. he, definitely, he definitely started the same way that we, like, you know, all of us guys in our basement, you know, yeah. just pouring over, you know, numbers. So Mel Kuyper is that guy. So now, you know, I'm a – I love the draft, so I – follow the draft as closely as him. And the last couple of years, I can go 10 deep 
almost on each position. So basically, you know, I know who I know who all the top, obviously all the top quarterbacks are, but even past the top six, I know that, you know, Kyle Trask from Florida, Kellen Mond from Texas A&M, Davis Mills from Stanford, even Felipe Franks, who played at Arkansas last year, but he started his career at, uh, at Florida. Any of those guys could break through and be the next star quarterback, even though they're not being mentioned in the first round, mm-hmm. right? I know I could go 10 deep with the linebackers and the linemen and the DBs and all that because I do my homework too. Last year we did the NFL draft and I had seven out of the first 10, right? Mm-hmm. I predicted exact, you know, I predicted, I predicted that the lions would pick Jeff Okuda. You know, I predicted, Where you know, I, yeah, I picked a seven out of 10 and, and one of the three that I got wrong. I said, the giants are going to take a tackle and it's going to be one of four Jedrick Wills, who the Browns took Mackay Beckton, who the jets took Tristan Wirfs, who Tampa Bay took, or the guy that the giants did take Andrew Thomas from Georgia Unfortunately for David Gettleman and the Giants, they got the worst of the four. But you, that, you, you, that was the only one you missed. Yeah, no, that was I, I missed two others in that top ten. But I, I, I technically had seven and a half right. I said that the Giants were going to pick a tackle, yeah, and I said they're going to pick one of the four tackles. They did pick mm-hmm. one of the four yeah. tackles. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so Kuiper so, is the is the is the the god of the draft. Original. He's, he's the original the original gangster draft yeah. man. And then he's now he's with McShay. Him and McShay have this thing back and forth, this banter. Yeah, McShay, you, guy, I, I, you know, they brought McShay in, and he's a draft expert too, but he doesn't, he doesn't have that, that grit that uh, Kuiper has. Like Mel Kuiper, he's the gritty guy. You know, he argued and fought with the general managers, and you know what I mean? He pisses people off. Yeah. Tom McShay is more of the, the modern-day guy that, you know, ESPN, they always create, they create these images of, you know, you know, he's, he's the draft guy. He's all right. I mean, he's good. He's not bad. He's not bad at all. You know? Yeah. But, and, uh, yeah and, and it's good. Him and him and Kuiper are good together. It's like yeah. old, old school, new school kind of thing. Yeah. So let's, okay. So it's next Thursday. I, you and I are like no school, no school combo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's, ne- it's, so it's next Thursday, yes. eight, eight o'clock Eastern time from Cleveland. Cleveland. And let's so let's do this. How about if you go like uh like you want to go like half your picks right now, what you're thinking? And well, then next I, Wednesday I just, we'll like, do another half? Well, honestly, I don't I don't really I mean, yeah, we could do that, you know, but the, the other thing is this. I'll make some predicts predictions now in the in the first round, but I I don't have every position set mm-hmm. because I don't think that the 49ers are set. And I don't even think the Jets are set. Everyone says that the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson with the number two pick. I don't know about that. I don't know about. I don't know if I'm taking. I don't know if I'm taking a guy from BYU with the number two pick. And and the only team he played last year that was any good was Coastal Carolina. I don't know about that. You know. So, and he's no. And he's no Jim McMahon. And he's no Steve Young. No, but he had. But he had. They say that he's got a, an Aaron Rodgers type arm with different release points and a rocket for an arm. So he's the real deal. So he's like he's Fran, Fran, he's like Fran Tarkenton with a rocket arm. Yeah, I don't know where you get Fran Tarkenton from. Why he scrambles like around, he moves around like Fran. <laughs> That's he great. Around. He does, he moves around, but he's got a rocket for an arm. I haven't heard Fran Tarkenton. I haven't heard a Fran Tarkenton referral in years. Oh, I mean, come That's on. That's hilarious. Fran that was fantastic. I mean, I, he lost he a lot of Super Bowls, but, yeah. but you know, I watch him run around. I'm like, eh, he's little, like Fran, but he does have a rocket arm. Yeah. So how, so you want to, Throw out yeah. some uh... – Yeah, so, so basically, 
the first pick of the draft is going to be the Jags taking Trevor Lawrence, which is a, a no-brainer. You know, everyone knows that they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are up second. Now, everyone says – I don't know why. I don't know why everyone says the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson, but that's who they think they're going to take. I personally, if I was the Jets uh, – was it Joe Douglas? If I was the, the, the GM for the Jets, yeah. I wouldn't take Zach Wilson from BYU. I would take Justin Fields from Ohio State. Mm. And here's why. Whoa! Here's why. Justin Fields – he, w- he originally went to Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, he didn't win the job there. They gave it to that guy, Fromm. And then they left, and is. then he took off. And yeah. then he said, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave. So then he, from there, he goes to Ohio State. Now, first of all, that tells me that that kid is ultra confident. Ultra mm-hmm. confident. Mm-hmm. He, he picked the most competitive school to begin with, Georgia, LSU, Alabama, Florida. Those are the most c- c- competitive schools mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. to in Ohio State. So he picks Georgia. He doesn't win the job there. He says, no problem. Transfers Ohio State. Just, you know, again, one of the most competitive schools in the country. And he goes there and he wins the job and he starts for two years at Ohio State, right? So I like Justin Fields. He's, a, he's an excellent quarterback. He, um, his, his two worst games of the year last year were against Indiana and Northwestern. He didn't play very well. He also didn't play great against Alabama, but he played super against Clemson. I, I like I think that Justin Fields hmm. has he has that uh, the gravitas. He's got the he's got the he's got the, the balls. Got the balls. Like remember remember Mr. Dominical, remember when I came back from LA that one year and Mr. Dominical, Buddy D, Frankie D's father, yeah. he was in the kitchen and he, I walked in the back kitchen and he goes, There's the one with steel in his balls. He used to always say that about me. Here's the one with steel in his balls. Well, okay, now let me well, you, yeah, you have huevos. Grandest Wables. Now, let me ask you, though, what about this whole Ohio State quarterback not panning out? Well, that's my tweet. Now, if you go on Twitter now, on our Twitter, Ohio State hates us because I said on Twitter that Ohio State has never, 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 ever, 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 never, ever produced a good quarterback. Not even a decent quarterback, not even an okay quarterback, ever, ever, ever. I know. The so. famous quarterback was Arch Schleister. Oh, yeah. He ended up playing like a year or two, and he was like the biggest joke in NFL history because he spent more – Arch Schleister has a really interesting record. He spent more years in jail than he threw touchdown passes. <sighs> that think guy. about that. That right? guy was, yeah. So – and then and then they've had, you know, Kent Graham and Joe Germain and uh, Mike Tomzak. I mean, come on. I mean, they've – and then recently, they've recently they had um, they had Troy, what's his name, the, the the kid that won the Heisman Trophy back in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, um, not Troy Hill. Um, I forget his name. His name was Troy something. He won the Heisman Trophy, and then they played the national championship game against Florida, and he ended up wearing the Florida defensive lineman like a jersey. Like he he he, he, he was terrible. Yeah, what was that? He was terrible. Name? How many so, years ago was that? It was like 2002, maybe something like that. 2003. He was good too. He had good. He, had, he was uh, good. He was terrible in the NFL, right? He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He was terrible. Um. So, so you're not worried about the 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 you know the Ohio State no. black cloud quarterback? No. Uh, Troy James Smith. Troy Smith. Troy Smith. Troy yeah. James Smith. Troy yeah. Smith. No. Yeah. So you're not worried about that with 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 Justin Fields. 
Well, I am a little bit. I wouldn't say Justin Fields is a slam dunk. Yeah. You know, but but I mean, look at the Jets got the number two pick in the draft. They traded Sam Darnold, which I probably would not have done. But they traded Sam Darnold, right? Okay. So they're going to take a quarterback. They don't have anybody. So you got you got uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance from North Dakota State. You Jack got Wilson. Zach Wilson from BYU. Yeah. You got Mac Jones from mm. Alabama. Okay. So all of those guys could be good. I, you know, it's, it's, who knows? They all could be good. Some of them could suck. Some of them could be like Achilles Smith or, or Joey Harrington or Tim Couch or Heath yeah. Schuler or my God. I mean, we'll go down the list. So let me ask you though, you know, the Jets, it seems like it, it looks like they, they just kill everybody that comes like, like, like there's no guarantee Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, anyone that goes there, it's going to work out. Like I agree with Darnold. I would have kept him. I, I think they needed to build something around the guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so I don't even know if any of these guys, even if Justin Fields, um, you know, you take away that black cloud of the Ohio state quarterback thing. And, and, and I'm, he is good, but going to the jets, like, okay, what else are they going to do around him? What, well, what do you listen. do? The Jets, since Joe Namath, has been the kiss of death for quarterbacks. The Jets are so bad that when, when one of these guys from Alabama or LSU or Michigan or, in this case, USC with Sam Darnold or the guy from West Virginia, Geno Smith, um, when one of these guys gets drafted by the Jets, their family, their family just falls to their knees and says, yeah. what? Why? No, no. Nobody wants their kid to play quarterback for the Jets. Nobody. No, and I, that's why I don't even know if it matters who goes there. I mean, Lawrence could go there, and it doesn't matter. I just don't but, see them fixing enough I, of their I, problems. Well, here's another reason why I like Justin Smith, because it's a double negative. And you know how growing up, you know, in the era that we grew up in, you had, you had to be grammatically correct, right? Yeah. You don't ever want to say a double negative, right? Yeah. Okay. A double negative is Ohio State never producing a good quarterback in the history of its, of its uh, existence, and the New York Jets never having a good quarterback since Joe Namath retired is the double negative. Maybe it works out. Maybe the double negative turns into a positive, right? Yeah, that's a possibility. So you, so you, you got Lawrence going number one yeah. to I the got, Jags. Yeah. You got Fields going number two to the Jets. Yes. And then Trevor Lawrence, though, I tell you, he's going to have to cut his hair. He's not going to get away. They're going to grab that hair out of that helmet. He got that long hair. He got to cut that hair. It's, 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 he's odd. I look at him and I'm like, I know he's tough, but he doesn't look tough at all. It's no, weird. He is, like yeah. he looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I, I think he's going to be good. <laughs> I, I think he's going to be good. It's interesting. You look at him and you don't think like, ah, you know, you look at these other guys that are big and stocky, look tougher, but I think he's going to be good. So, okay. So you've got, Lawrence, Jags, Fields, Jets. Okay, let's go number three because I have a I, I have a thing to say about number three. Go ahead. Okay, number three, the 49ers traded up with the Miami Dolphins, right, to get the number three pick. Mm -hmm. And they gave up two first round draft, three first round draft choices three. to get the number three pick. Okay, so they're taking a quarterback and they've yeah. already said it, right? Yeah. All right. So let's say that the draft does go true to form. Lawrence goes to the Jags. Zach, Zach Wilson goes to the Jets. Okay, so now you got Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance. So Trey Lance has been working out with John Beck. He's a former 
quarterback, played for BYU, but no connection to Zach Wilson. He played mm-hmm. for BYU, mm-hmm. but he's, he's, he's got a quarterback school now, and he's been training Trey Lance, right? So Kyle Shanahan is close to John Beck. So they're saying that mm. possibly, possibly the 49ers want Trey Lance. I think that Mac Jones is going here. Mm. I think Mac Jones is going here. And here's why I think Mac Jones is going here. Because Kyle Shanahan has that offense that's a, a quick-hitting offense with those short passes. Mm. And he's got those wide receivers that have a lot of yak. Oh, now, what are yaks? Yards after catch. Okay, yes. Debo, what's his name? Debo Samuels? Is that his name? Yeah, uh, Sam Brand. Yeah, Debo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Debo. Right? They got that guy Debo. He's got yak. He's got yak. He's like a running back, right? So, so yeah. So, I think that mm. that's, that's who – I think they're going to take Mac Jones because Mac mm. Jones is accurate. He's going to get that ball out, and he's going to get that ball into his playmaker's hands, just like he did at Alabama. Boom, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Boom, Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Uh, last year, Jerry Judy, and boom, like Henry Ruggs. He gets that ball out, right? He, a good quarterback in the NFL doesn't want the ball in his hands. A good quarterback in the NFL gets the ball gets rid of it. Now, so- somebody's – so let me ask you, Matt Jones. So that's interesting. They don't need the big arm guy. No, they no. don't need him. No, that's and, and that's that's going to be Trey Lance and Justin Fields mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson. They all got rockets for arms. So Matt right, Jones. wow. So right now you have Zach Wilson falling a little bit here. Well, no, I think the Jets are going to take him. I mean, Ugh, I God. think the Jets are going to take him. All right, I would right. take Fields. You would take yeah. Fields. Okay. So Tommy Wilson, you're going to take Mac Jones. Okay. So let me ask you this about the number three pick. Is it possible in some crazy world that the 49ers moved up and gave up three number ones, that they're going to make a a draft day trade with the Vikings for cousins? No, no. Why not? Why not? They like cousins. Well, you asked me, is it possible? It's not possible. Why? Because they would have done it before they moved up. Uh, I don't because know. Because to, to get Cousins, all they would have had to do was give the original number 12 pick. Yeah, I guess so. But it's weird because I keep watching San Fran, and it seems like they keep flip-flopping. No, and I'm wondering – I got a conspiracy theory. I wonder if they're flip-flopping because they keep talking to the Vikings, and the Vikings can't make up their mind who they like. They keep going back and forth. Mac Jones – and, 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 and Fields, and it's weird, and Lance, they, they, they keep talking in circles about it. The Vikings like Cousins. You don't like Cousins. The Vikings like them. You don't like them. So, <laughs> the, cha- so the chances of that happening? No, there no there's no chance. It, it, can't, it won't happen. Dang it. It won't happen. Damn. No. I was hoping and praying that there was some weird thing going on. In some alternate universe. Oh, I mean, the original trade would have been the Niners' number twelve pick, mm. just their number twelve pick, for Kirk Cousins. That would have that would have been a good trade. The Vikings get rid of Cousins, the Niners get Cousins, but no, the Niners are taking Mac Jones, number four. This is where the draft starts. The Atlanta Falcons, number four. Everyone says they're going to take Kyle Pitts, right? Yeah. To go with, um, you know, to go with. Uh, you know, Julio was him, Julio Jones. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, yeah. My, my son, when he first heard Julio Jones, my son said, Dad, what country is he from? 
<laughs> I said, what do you mean? Dad, my son's hilarious. Dad, what country is he from? I said, he's from the country of Alabama. What do you mean? <laughs> Julio Jones. And Alabama could be considered its own country. Well, they want to be its own country. Yeah, they want to be its own country. Yeah. So, yeah. But who's going to throw the ball to Pitts? Matt Ryan. They're going to they, they, Matt they're gonna keep him. All right. He, yeah, he's Matt Ryan is Kirk Cousins Sr. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little better. He's I like yeah. him. Yeah. I like okay, him. So, All okay. right, so you think Pitts? No. No? Oh, I think okay. everyone thinks they're going to take Kyle Pitts, but this is where the draft starts. Mm-hmm. The, the Atlanta Falcons have that new coach, Arthur Smith, right? Oh. He is the old offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans, right? Mm-hmm. So write this down, buddy. Mm-hmm. Write this down. I'm right. Arthur Smith, first of all, a little sidebar with Arthur Smith. Did you know that Arthur Smith's father is the one that founded FedEx? Really? Yeah, Fred Smith. I didn't know you that. Know, did you know that Arthur Smith is worth a billion dollars? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, he's. I a, didn't know that. Yeah, so he, he keeps that kind of quiet because he doesn't want uh, – he was, he, was, um, he was coaching the uh, Washington Redskins or the, the Washington football team, and um, his father's a minority owner. Yeah, that's so why he, FedEx is a big sponsor. Yeah, so he, he left that job. He said, I can't, I can't work here and have a career because everyone's going to think that my father just keeps getting me the job. Mm. So he left that job. Anyway, so Arthur Smith is the coach of the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to draft Justin Fields, number four. Mm-hmm. And, and Justin Fields is going to play behind Matt Ryan for one year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're gonna move him in like Patrick Mahomes style in the second year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's going to happen. Number five is the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock next. And they're going to pick either between Jamar Chase, oh, yeah. Penny Sewell, the tackle from Oregon, or Kyle Pitts, right? I think, I think that they're going to take Jamar Chase. Mm. I don't think they need to, but I think they're going to take Jamar Chase, which means that Penny Sewell falls down. Kyle Pitts is going to go number six to Miami because Miami traded with the Eagles to move back into the top ten. So they're going to they're gonna pick number six. They're going to get Kyle Pitts, right? Okay, hang on, hang on. So yeah. wait a minute. I want to go back to Chase Pitts. Um, I agree with you. It's a weird thing because they need a tackle. Yeah. They need one of the big tackles, the guy from Northwestern and the guy from Oregon, but because they got to protect that. Burroughs, you already, you know, got, got hurt. Yeah. But I, I get you. They got to take a receiver because they lost their best receiver. And so there's nobody really on that team. Well, they got they got Taj Boyd. Yeah, big deal. Or, or Taj somebody. They got that one. Taj Mahal. And then they got uh, they got T Miller. The one. They got T Miller from Clemson. They got a couple guys. They'll be all right. Yeah, they but the man, the man's Taj gone. Green. The man's on Arizona now. Yeah, AJ Green. Yeah. 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 So it's a weird thing because it's kind of like he's got to be able to stand up to throw the ball, and he got hurt already. And their offensive line, it is what it is. But then they need a receiver. It's a tricky thing. Yeah. So they're good. Well, they're in a good spot. They're going to have a choice between Sewell, Pitts, and Chase. I and think they're going to take Chase. And they got another pick later. No. No. That's it. That's all they got. All right. Shoot. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So then you're going the next pick. They're not taking uh, number seven is Detroit next. Okay. And number six is Pitts from Florida to, to Miami. Yeah, to Miami. Oh, that, yeah. Wow, that's a good pick. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then who do you got number seven? Well, Detroit's going to take Penny Sewell. 
they're going to take the offensive tackle. Yeah, okay. people think that they should take Jalen Waddle from Alabama, but I think they're going to take Penny Sewell. They lost a receiver too. Yeah, they lost Kenny Galladay to the Giants. Yeah, yeah. So they're 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 similar to Cincinnati. It's like well, they need a wideout, but they need they need protection for golf. Well, they're also Detroit. They need everything, buddy. Yeah, they do. They need everything. <laughs> they do need everything. But you know what? That's probably a good safe pick. Yeah. You like, okay, number right. eight, the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers are going to take Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman, Northwestern. Oh, yep. wow. Okay. They got Sam Darnold. That, that makes a lot of sense. See, if they do that, they're smart. And they're really, really smart, and the Jets are stupid. Because yep. that shows you that they have confidence in Darnold, and they want to protect him. And yeah. they know if they protect him, he's a good quarterback. The, yep. Jet, the Jets didn't do that, and then they give up on the guy. And I think that's going to come back to bite them. Yep, I agree. Uh, I, 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 really I agree so. with your assessment, buddy. Um, nine. The next up is number nine, the first defensive player in the draft. The Denver Broncos are going to pick the next um, Von Miller. Mm. They're going to pick the next Von Miller. They're going to take Micah Parsons, okay. outside linebacker for Penn State, who yeah. looks a little bit like uh, – he plays a little bit like Lawrence Taylor, big, fast guy. Could be good. So they're going to take him. Yep. They won't take a quarterback. No. No, they might. If, if, if Trey Lance is still there. I think they've taken – since 2010, a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, and they've never picked a good one. And none of them no. were. So they're going to stick no. with their guy. Yep. And, the, and they're going to get defense. All right, that's interesting. Um, but Trey, now listen, Trey Lance is still there. That's what I mean. This is, where, this is where the draft gets interesting. The Cowboys are next at number 10. Now they could pick the defensive back that they need, Patrick Sertain from Alabama, Alabama mm-hmm. which I would do. Mm-hmm. Or – they could trade with the Patriots, and the Patriots move in number 10 and take Trey Lance. But I think the Cowboys are going to take Patrick Sertain unless, unless they're convinced that they could still get a cornerback at number 15. Then they trade with New England. New England moves up, or even Chicago, one of them. New England at 15 moves up to number 10, or Chicago at number 20 moves up to number 10. Washington football team at number 19 could move up to number 10 also, but I don't think the Cowboys are going to trade with Washington. No, and no. they can get a quarterback. I mean, you got the guy from Virginia Tech and the guy from South Carolina, right? Don't well, you the, got well, two? The, yeah, but the guy from Virginia Tech has had two back surgeries in the last two years. And, and the guy, he didn't even play last year. How about the guy from South Carolina, is it? He, the, guy, um, the guy from South Carolina, he plays defensive back like he wants to date you, like he's always grabbing you. So, it's, they, so they really probably won't go down then. Well, it's either it's either Patrick Sertain or go down to 15, and, and they'll probably take – yeah, I mean, there's also Greg Newsom, the, the cornerback from Northwestern. They can get him at 20. He's another good one too. You know, so, go down, say, go, so go down, get a pick from the Patriots, go down. Yeah, Let yeah. the Patriots come up because you think they may want to take Lance. Yeah. So what prevents Denver from taking Lance? Isn't that a good fit? The guy plays – a good fit. It's a good fit for them. Yeah. Denver's cold weather. This yeah. guy plays in cold weather. 
Or he's from, you know, yeah. he plays, you know, I mean. North Dakota. I mean, come never. on. He, he didn't even play. He played one game last one year. One game outside. Arkansas. Yeah. No, I mean, Denver, look, Denver's, what Denver's going to do at the end of the day is they're going to rank Trey Lance with Drew Locke, the quarterback that they already have, and they're just going to stick with Locke and say, you know what? Lance isn't going to be better. So they're going to stick with Drew Locke. All right. Well, so we'll go. We'll keep number 10, the Cowboys certain. Let's yeah. go to 11. Number 11, the New York Giants. Yeah. They are on the clock. Now, they're going to surprise everybody. Their first pick, mm-hmm. the, every, the, the next rated player is Jalen Waddell mm-hmm. or Devontae Smith, right? Mm-hmm. They just signed Ken, Kenny Galladay. They don't need a wide receiver. I think they're going to go for the next tackle, either Elijah Vera Tucker from USC or Christian Derisaw, the big, huge offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. I think that's what they take. So why don't they move down and get well, an extra pick? Well, there's a because because Dave Gettleman, the GM, has run eight drafts in the NFL and he's never moved down once. He, I, but I read something about that. He said he's tried. He yeah. says I try and I try and I try. And you have to remember, in the middle of it, um, you know, I'm trying to move back, and then somebody else moves up, and then my deal goes bad. He goes, well, I. They, they they picked a player. They picked the player that the team was going to trade up for. Yeah. He yeah. goes, I try and try. He goes, so I want it on the record. He, I just watched it on NFL Network. He said, I'm going to try again. He goes, but it doesn't always work out. He goes, so this myth about me not trying or I don't like to do it. He goes, I got to get something good for it. And sometimes I get kiboshed in the, in the middle of it. He said, I read the same article, buddy. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I, I read that same article, and that, that's exactly what happened. Exactly. So, But you think um, he'll stay. I think he'll stay and he'll get Christian Derisaw. I really do. Okay. All right. Number 12. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to pick Devontae Smith, who's going to be like Jerry Rice. He's going to be incredible. That's oh. going to be the best pick of the draft right there. You, you know what's funny about that? So they're finally going to make up for last year. Yeah. When they, they, when they, when they let the Vikings take Jefferson. I was yeah. hoping I was hoping they were going to be in front of the Vikings yeah. and they would screw up again, and then yeah, the Vi- and then the Vikings would take some. <laughs> they 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 picked they picked Jay- they picked Jalen Rigor from TCU. Guys, the guy's not doing anything. Nothing. Yeah. So they yeah. have to. They, the, the, put it this way: you know the Philly fans. You read that bleed green blog yeah. and all that. I swear, if they don't pick him, or what if they pick Waddle? Well, no, he's just as good. They're both just as good. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't pick one of these two Alabama receivers. Philadelphia, they're gonna have a riot in Philadelphia. They're gonna be burning things and stuff because they're they're gonna go crazy if they don't pick one of those guys. One hundred percent, buddy. So you're saying Smith over Waddle? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. I like Smith over Waddle too. I know a lot of people like Waddle over Smith. I don't know. It sounds weird, but I, I I like I like Smith. I, I, I don't know. I, I like Waddle, but I don't know. I think Smith, he's one of those guys that, to me, he looks like Moss. He looks like Randy Moss. He's skinny, lanky, tall. Oh, he's, he's going to be great, too, And buddy. you watch him in the open field. It's so weird. He just runs away from everybody like Randy Moss. He's, Waddle. He, he's going to be great. I, Waddle great. seems like he's a little more compact and a, and a little more rough in his movements. He's still like, smooth. Like, uh, Waddle looks like, to me, like uh, Beckham, Odell Beckham. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fast, yeah, you know, yeah. top, looks like a running back. Yeah. Or yeah. Beckham looks like a running back. Yeah, Smith is way better. I like yeah. – that's a great pick for Philly. That's yeah, a huge yeah. pick. All right, so number 13. Number 13 is the Chargers. Uh, they're going to keep it in L.A. They're going to take Elijah Vera Tucker. He's that versatile lineman. He can play guard or tackle. They're going to take Elijah Vera Tucker to protect their quarterback, Justin Herbert. God, you know, right. you're not, you know, you're setting me up. You're setting my Vikings up that there's not yep. any tackles left. No, the Vikings are number 15. Number yeah. 14. The Vikings are number 14. No. Yeah. Yeah, they're number 14. Yeah, the I Vikings, mean. The Vikings may shock everybody, and they may pick Gregory Russo from Miami, that big yeah. six-foot-seven-inch defensive lineman that they're going to turn into a pass-rushing demon. I like that. Yeah. What about yeah. the other guy from Miami, though? Um, Jalen Phillips. I like. Yeah. I don't know. He's good too, but I, I don't like him. He set out like he. Uh, he quit. You like. He, you always like the guys that play. Yeah, I don't want the you, guys that sit out. You don't like guys that sit out because you're no. thinking if they're injured, they're injury prone, or you just don't like the sit out thing at all. No, no. I mean, you know, I understand. I understand that people have very valid reasons because of the COVID. I get it. Like that, you know, this is something that never no one ever experienced before. And I don't, I don't blame guys for sitting out during the COVID. Right. But this Jalen Phillips, he quit before the COVID. He was at UCLA and he stopped playing football. He wasn't sure he wanted to play anymore. I don't want that guy. I don't so want let guy me ask you, I want, I want to stay on this because the Vikings are my team and I want to stay, I stay just real quick on this. So he'll be a first, uh, first day starter, this guy. No, maybe not. They may have to. They may have. They may have to work them out. They will put them across from Hunter, and hope Hunter gets doubled, and he just gets in there. Well, the problem is, the problem is that um, he did most of his damage in college from uh, the interior position. Mm-hmm. Even though he's a defensive end, he got a lot of quarterback sacks lining up over the center. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings can move him up and down the line of scrimmage. They can actually put him and Hunter next to each other. Well, the Vikings, they do that a lot now with the ends. They figured out the ends don't always have to rush from the end. They can circle back in the middle. And also, they've got Michael Pierce is going to play this year from Baltimore in the middle. And they got the guy from the Giants in the middle, the the defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. He's not a pass rusher, but yeah. So they got – they filling that up nicely. But what about the guy from Michigan? Quiddy Pay? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's supposed to be uh, another guy that tests really well. I don't know. I don't is, know. I don't, I don't think I could draft a guy named Quiddy Pay. I don't think I could draft a guy named Quiddy. I don't even know what that is. It's Quiddy. And, uh, yeah, I, I would take the guy from Miami. You know what? That's, that's a good pick. I'll take that. Because there's no tackles to reach for. And there's no guard. If they get another guard they think they think is going to play tackle, that's a mistake. But what the Vikings might do, because they try every year, but they never can get a good one. Yeah. Their cornerback, Jeff Gladney, got arrested. And he's in yeah. a lot of trouble, right? Mm-hmm. So they may pick J.C. Horn from uh, South Carolina. I'll take him. Yeah. They may take him. Well, and, and Zimmer loves cornerbacks. Well, he loves the cornerback. Or do you think they'll uh, go drop down? They love uh, to do that. They love getting more picks. Well, this would be a good time to drop down if they did. 
with all those tackles gone. Yeah, definitely a good time to drop down. So they could drop down and, or yeah, I get you. And so next up, New England, New England, right now we haven't called Trey Lance's number. New England takes the quarterback Trey Lance. They have to. Yeah. They, they have to. If they don't, they take, they take Zaven Collins, the outside linebacker from Tulsa. That's what they take. The Vikings might like him too. Yeah. I, I forgot about that guy, Collins. Yes. I would, uh, yeah, I like the edge guy. But, that, that, but Trey Lance on New England, that's interesting because that'd be a good pick because also Cam Newton, he's got another one-year contract. He could teach this guy some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. they're kind of similar in their game a little bit. Well, I don't I, I mean I don't I don't think this guy th- this guy runs the ball a lot, definitely. He's got definitely. an arm. Yeah. He's got a better arm than Cam. Yeah. I told you Roman says that Cam plays quarterback like he's blindfolded. That's funny. That's so funny, but he does. Right. That's a funny line. That's a funny line. I never heard that. Roman said that he goes back to pass. He throws the ball like he can't see. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to get hit. And he just whips it out of there wherever. Yeah, also, he doesn't... also, the ball never goes near the receiver. That's funny. That's funny. It gets funny. He gets funny. He plays quarterback like he's blind. That's a good That's a No, good like, he's blind, like he's blindfolded. Oh, blind! Yeah, so I mean, like blindfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays quarterback like he's got a blindfold on. That's funny, man. He goes back good. to pass, and he's like, "That's good. So that's really good." Okay, so now wait a minute. So we're we're at sixteen. We're halfway there. Yeah, and a lot of guys are gone. Like, 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 like who who Waddles left, and like who's a big guy that's left? It seems like it's going to get tough now. It's weird. Well, another big guy for um, the Vikings could take at number 14 is Aziz Olajari. Ojalari. Yeah. yeah. That big lineman from uh, Georgia. He looks like a maniac on the end. He's only 6'3", 250. Not even that big. He's, um, he's 6'3", 240, but he plays bigger. So they, got like, so they got three choices. Yeah. And And, and – Ah, they won't take Trey Lance. No, why you you no? There's no quarterback going to the Vikings. The Vikings are set at quarterback. But why don't they just take him and then they can keep him? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a lot of money because if they're not going to get their offensive line, they already stocked up on defense. They got they, you know. I mean, I know they got that one guy's in trouble, but I don't know. It's like this might be the shot. It, it, I, you know what? I watch that guy. And I know people, Viking fans, they, I always watch guys, like a lot of fans, and I think, who is he like? Who is he like, especially from my team? So I look at him, and I go, that's the second coming of Dante Culpepper. Okay. I understand that, that. I swear. I look at him. and I totally and, understand that, buddy. And I go, I give my left arm to, and my left wavel to get Dante Culpepper back. And I, I, this guy, remind, I, I would take him. I know, I know Cousins is going to be the quarterback. I get it. Yeah. But this guy, he's got the rookie contract. They're going to need a quarterback in a couple of years, if not why? sooner. Why? Cousins is not that old. He's got two years left on that thing. They're done with him after that. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl, They're forget not. it. 
They're not. You're done with him. No, they're done with him. Well, put it this way. The Vikings organization is going to be done with everybody. In two years, if they don't win the Super Bowl with Cousins, then they're done with Spielman and and and, and Zimmer and everybody. The Wilson yeah. is going to just get that's it. So that's why I think they should take this guy because he could be the next Dante Culpepper. And yeah, we don't get some impact player on defense. We don't get the impact guy. We don't get the offensive tackle because there's not really one there. But who cares? Like like Listen, this is a great quarterback class. Why don't Why don't we go to a Vikings game this year? We yeah, should go to one. We yeah. should go to one, right? Yeah. And then I then I probably get so upset. Do it. We'll do an old men in sweats for Minnesota outside the Vikings thing. Yeah. Why don't we? In the ship, that big ship they got. Well, they got that one guy that hits the what is that? That what is that? That the drum or the gong? What do they? No, hit? they got a horn. They got a oh, horn. The horn. They do the <laughs> horn, and they got a boat. They got a boat like Tampa Bay. But okay, let's get back to the draft. I personally would love the Vikings to take Lance if he's there. I'd be like you're crazy not to take him because in two years, if Cousin wins the Super Bowl, then fine. Then you trade Trey Lance. You just trade him away. But I would take him because I don't see the offensive tackle there. And I don't really care. The edge is the edge and the linebacker and all that kind of stuff. I don't care. I think they've done enough in free agency getting guys. They can get guys in the, in the later rounds for their defense. So if they don't do that, I'll be upset if Lance is there. New England, you have Lance going to New England. And then who do you got at 16? 16. Yeah, who you got? I got J.C. Horn going oh, to the Cardinals. You got Horn. Okay. Yeah. So they don't need Waddle? The Cardinals? Yeah. No, they signed uh, Deshaun Hopkins. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins last year from and Houston. A- and A.J. Green. And A.J. Green. Then they got that guy, Kirk. They got that guy, Kirk, from uh, Texas A&M. Yeah. No, they're good with receiver. They're good. But, but you think that it would be too hard for – Christian Kirk. You, you think it would be too hard for them to pass up Waddle? I think so. It'd be very hard. Because they, they love offense. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that guy, that coach, he loves it. I just can't see – it's another toy for him. I can't see him not taking that. I think he's going to take Waddle if Waddle's there. But you're gonna need, they're going to need um, – they're gonna, they're you're gonna have to have a good defensive team, though. They need, you know what I mean? They gotta play defense. That's like the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys gotta draft Patrick Sertain. They gotta have defense. I mean, they gave up 500 yards or 50 points to Cleveland. I mean, they, they gave up. They, they, they're terrible defense. Yeah, I get you. When you run the ball on the Cowboys, the holes are huge. You get the ball to running back. He goes through the hole that's like five yards wide. I never seen, I never seen a hole that big. They're in trouble. They're in yeah, trouble. They're, no they're, they're, they're they're big trouble. They're in bigger trouble than my team. All right. So do you want to stop at sixteen or you want to yeah, keep let, going? Yeah. Let's stop at sixteen. We'll keep it right there. So yeah. so I want next week on Wednesday. I want to know. First things first. I want to go through your first sixteen. Okay. And I want I want you to have a copy of Mel Kuyper's first sixteen. Okay, I could do that. Which I'll tell you, it's going to be hard to get that because that Mel Kuyper uh, on ESPN. I go, you know, I go to ESPN. It's a bookmark. I go every day. I go every day. I go more more than once a day. And you go on that ESPN and Mel Kuyper, his NFL draft. It's like getting the nuclear codes to the, to the, to the to the football, the nuclear football. It's like getting the codes. You can't get in. 
You can't yeah. see his draft. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand. Well, they, they, because they made him so popular, they want you to pay for his picks. It's like, it's like you're paying for, for his, it, it's his draft picks, you know, cause you got to pay for the ESPN subscriber thing or whatever. Who's paying for that? Who's paying? I could call, probably call someone up at the white house and get the codes to the nuclear football easier. I just, it's just so funny. And, it, and it's only one week away and they still won't give it to you. It's one week away. No. They want, what do they want? Five ninety nine. Yeah, they want five ninety nine for Mel Kuyper's picks, and and you know what they call it, insider, insider, insider. Yeah, I yeah. got insiders all over. We got insiders. We got sources all over. I mean, your dad is an insider. Your dad's yes. one of our insiders. I mean, I just think it's funny. So, can you try to get a hold of his list? I don't even know how you're going to do it, but if you can get it, I'd like the first thing next week on Wednesday. We're going to have to do the okay. show on Wednesday. Okay. Because so I can get it out there for Thursday. And and I want to go through his first 16. Then you and in comparison to you real quick. Then you'll do your last uh first round of the you know, the second part of the first round. Okay. And then if you want, you can recap what he said as we do that. And then I really like Thursday, then we're gonna watch and on Twitter, we're gonna have to um go back and forth with all the teams and the blogs on if they did good or if they didn't do good on every pick and also with Mel Kuyper, because I'd like to try to keep score yeah. and see okay. if, if you come ahead of, of Mel Kuyper, right? That's a good idea, right? Yeah. And I, I if you do, then I don't see why you can't get five ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, like if you, no, but I don't get it. Like if you, if you get five, if you get more picks right in the first round than him, can't you get the five ninety nine? Yeah, well, let's, let's let's send out that bet to Mel Kiper. Whoever gets the most picks in the in the in the in the draft in the first round gets five ninety nine. Yeah, because that's what it is. I think five ninety nine yeah. to get the article. So I think you should get the five ninety nine, or or at least you could be invited to the next Paul Pierce whole party because he's not part of the leader in sports and entertainment. He's not part of them anymore. Yeah, is he really doing that party with those girls? Uh, he'll do anything right now, that guy. I mean, he, come on. He, was he doesn't a, he's need a, any money, though. What's he's he a Celtic. He's a Celtic. You know those yeah, guys. Yeah, I hate those Celtics. But, but I, I don't call ESPN ESPN anymore. I call him call? the leader in sports and entertainment. I, that's what that, I call him the long version. I, is that that's what they call themselves? Yeah, that's the old school thing. That's what they say. The, the leader in sports, the sports entertainment. Leader. Yeah, the, the sports, sports leader. leader. So we're right. gonna do that. So let me add one more thing. Remember so, we met. Remember we met Linda Luca. Remember he was a good guy, Linda Luca. Remember? Yeah, little guy. Yeah. He was like Dick Vitale a little bit. Looked like yeah, Dick Vitale. He little, yeah, he was a nice guy though, wasn't he? Well, he was a real nice guy. But go in there and meeting those people, we had like twenty meetings. Yeah. It was like yeah. a mob, the mob me. What the guy say that we were with the head of TV guy? He goes, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> he goes, we keep meeting with them and nothing happens. We have like 20 meetings. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, we're just, it's like a mob meeting. He goes, I don't even yeah. get it. We don't, yeah, we talked like, and listen, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, we, we'd go to the meeting. He'd say, did you see the guy? Yeah. We saw that the guy, you know, the guy with the thing. Did you see him? Yeah. Hmm. We went to see him. And he kept asking, like, you know, what about the other guy? Did you see the other guy? Yeah, we saw the other guy too, but, you know, now we're mean, you know, when, when do we meet the guy, the big guy? You know, that it was always that. They must have liked just looking at us. Because right. I don't even get it. I mean, it's like we go up there, and we even met the head guy. Remember the head guy? The guy that started it. We met him. What's that guy's name? He was old. 
at that time. I think he's still we alive. We did. Now. I forgot about that guy. He said, How hey. Because they would just come into the meeting, these people, and go, hey, hey. And we met everybody. We must have met everybody in Bristol, Connecticut. I mean, everybody there, the even the one, janitor. Though, I mean, No, the best one, though, we met it was Charlie Steiner. He was the um, one of the <laughs> anchors. And he was. <laughs> and we met him. And he now does the Dodger game. He doesn't work for ESPN. He met the Dodger game. Oh, he does? Yeah, he's on the Dodgers now. Yeah, he's been on the Dodgers for years, right? Charlie Steiner. Right? So he took over for Scully? Yeah, he was working with him for a while, but then he took over for him. But, but anyway, really? we met, yeah, so we meet, we meet him, and we tell Charlie Steiner, I was somewhere, we were in a meeting. I don't know where we were. And he said that, uh, you know, we love you. We said, you're one of our inspirations. And he said, what do you mean? And we said... You know, you you inspired us to create the sport jerks. Like you're one of the guys that we look up to. And he went over to talk to the other guys, those other famous guys, and he said, "Would you believe it? I'm the inspiration to the sport jerks." And he started laughing. I love it. Charlie Steiner was a great guy. He was laughing uncontrollably. Where did we meet him? I don't remember where we met him. Uh, was it at the ESPN offices? Did we go yeah, to ESPN? And, 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 well, yeah. And you said it. You told him go. He said something about. Well, what's that mean for my career? And you said yeah. it's a boost. It's a big boost. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we got a big him. boost. No, we had him on. We had him on the show. Yeah, he was on the show. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. where we were. Yeah, but he big, was a he was a good guy. So. He was okay, a good so, guy. So but I wrote, yeah, yeah. The reason that we liked him is because when uh, Mike Tyson was going to fight that guy, Mitch Blood Green, in the street, and he and and Mitch Blood Green <laughs> ran over the car. Remember, he ran over the top of the car and took off his shirt, and I, I, something happened, and Charlie Steiner was laughing so hard on on camera when they were doing this. You know, they were doing ESPN Sports Center. He was laughing uncontrollably that, that he couldn't stop laughing. And we said, hey, we love that. We love that about you. We want to be, we don't do what you do. That's interesting because those guys in boxing, they had a, they had a thing for running up over cars. Like that guy went after Larry Holmes. That one guy, <laughs> it was that guy went and he went up over the car. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy. Yeah. They just, they, who was that guy? He was talking um bad about, you remember who that was? Was it, um, Trevor Burbick? Maybe Burbick. I don't remember. One of those remember guys. And, he, and he went after Larry Holmes. He went over to Carr, and he was he would talk uh, bad about Larry Holmes' wife or something. Remember that guy? It was like crazy. Yeah. I think it might be Trevor Burbick. Those guys go, they go crazy. And boxing, hopefully, they need to like turn it around because right now boxing <laughs> isn't boxing anymore. Yeah, turn it around. Yeah, because it's, right now, if you got if you got two million followers on Instagram, like that Instagram guy, you could be a boxer now. And who's that, they, guy? I, that guy, Paul. What's yeah, that? yeah, and he fought one YouTube guy. He fought Nate Robinson. The little wasn't little Nate Robinson a basketball player? Yeah. He got knocked him. out. He got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, he got, well, of course, he's like you know Nate's a little guy. He plays basketball, and then he, he he beat a YouTube guy, another YouTuber, and then he beat um now he beat Ben Askin or Askim or whatever his name is. He's an ex MMA guy who had a bad hip. He had a hip surgery. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. So I got upset the other day. I tweeted because Stephen A. Smith, you know, he's always got all this stuff he wants to talk about. I like Stephen A. Smith, and I like his attitude, and I like his take, and I like his style. But he wrote a tweet. And I couldn't believe it. He goes, this has got to stop. He goes, Jake Paul, this is the YouTube guy. Yeah. He's, a, he's a pro now. 
He's he's a pro now, and he can't fight these guys that aren't boxers anymore. He's better than these guys that aren't boxers. He's got to he's got to start um fighting boxers. And I'm like, wait a minute, he's a pro. He's a pro what? He's not a pro boxer. He said it. He's a pro now. He's won two fights. He missed the third fight from that he beat the YouTuber. I couldn't believe Stephen A. Smith had said it. So I said, you got to be kidding me. He he won he won three fights of guys that don't box. I said I could take my buddy Frankie D, who boxed his whole life, and put him in there probably right now, and he would he could maybe beat him. And I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. Like, like of course he doesn't want to fight a boxer because he's going to get beat. Yeah. And and get this, his brother. You might not know this. I know all this social media crap and this YouTube sensation stuff. His brother's going to fight Floyd May- Mayweather. You, be- his brother. Well, his name's Mo- his brother. I don't even think Logan he's Paul? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fight. Now he's going to get his butt handed to him. But I was mad at Stephen A. Smith. I said, let's stick to real sports people. Don't be talking about that. It, it, it got me upset. He didn't respond, obviously. But if I ever <laughs> meet him, if I ever meet him, I'm going to say, you're cutting yourself down. You're a reporter. You're a journalist. You talk about sports people. You can't talk about that guy just because – He's got millions and millions of YouTubers, and that's what's going on. You, you can't say he's a pro. That's such a, a disrespect to everyone in boxing. I mean, yeah. come on. You can't, you can't do that. I mean, Marvin. But let me ask you then, how many fights do you think that Jake Paul needs before he's a pro? Well, he needs to fight boxers, and he needs to fight boxers that are pro, and guys that even if the guy only got th- – four, five, six pro fights, but he had an amateur career. He's got to fight guys like that and in his weight class. He's fighting guys like all over. Nate Nate Robinson wasn't in his weight class. Even the MMA guy wasn't. It's got to be mano-a-mano. And he won't win any of those, but he's a smart guy, that Jake Paul and his brother. They figured out the system, and they know what they're doing. They know how to make money. He made $75 million dollars off the pay-per-view, his deal, by just throwing one overhand right and knocking that guy out in the first round in a minute or a minute and a half. Well, he could have given that other guy $10 million to take a dive. Maybe he did. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's the fight game, even though it's not the fight game. All right, so look, I got a – last week, um, you know, we had our first sponsor – and now yeah. this week we got we got another sponsor, okay. and I'm very excited about it. It fits us, and I I, <laughs> I like things that fit us. Okay. Um, first of all, you know, Rolly Rock is is always going to be a sponsor of mine. That's our beer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, brought to you by Rolling Rock. Old Venezuela's brought to you by Rolling Rock from Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which Actually, is the hometown of who? Um. Who? Arnold Palmer. Oh, it is? Arnold Palmer's from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe his father worked at the Rolling Rock Brewery? I think his father was working in the 30s. It was Rolling Rock around in the 30s. Oh, yeah. It's been around forever. Like okay, a, a well, hundred Rolling years. Rock. So Rolling okay. Rock, even if they never give us any sponsorship money, Rolling Rock will always be a sponsor of Old Menace Life. Well, as long as they give us some beer. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I mean, I'll, no, I'll pay for the beer, too. If they don't okay. give us a sponsorship, I'll still buy them. Okay. All right, and the next one, 
<laughs> Listen, no, that's the best commercial for Rolling Rock ever. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you don't, if you don't sponsor me, your beer's so good, I'll still buy your beer. I'll that's- still buy it. It's a great beer. It's a great beer. Extra pale ale. It's a beautiful that's beer. Great. Now the next, our next sponsor, our new sponsor, our new sponsor that we hope we get some money from. Okay. Is icy hot gel? Hey. It's icy, and it's hot. And it's a gel to help your muscle aches, pain relief. And also it says on here, it has a vanishing scent, which is important when you're older because you don't want any kind of scents that are not good. Because already when you're older, you smell like, you know, like, like weird stuff. So you have to shower more and stuff. Like sometimes when you get older, you smell like pretzels. So you want a vanishing scent when you're doing the um the oh, well, the muscle the muscle ache so i'm putting i'm putting some on wait this stuff goes on really easy it's uh, not it's um it's, wait it's a very, second though with that last line when it says it has a vanishing scent yeah you know what they're really saying with icy hot what they want to say it in the in the, in the instructions but they can't they're really saying and it doesn't smell like ben gay that's what they're really saying Oh, they're trying to take. Oh, they're trying yeah. to take a shot at the they're original. A shot at Ben Gay, yes. Because so when, you put, hmm. when you put on Ben Gay, they could smell you a mile away. Here comes that old guy with the Ben Gay. So All right, so for icy hot. So maybe I don't like icy hot then. Maybe um, I would actually refuse icy hot Why? money. Because I'm an old school guy, and I think next week I'm going to call Ben Gay. What the, what, why? Icy Hot's fine. Stick with Icy Hot. What, you're dropping them already? What are we talking about? Why? Oh, well, because I, I don't like no, that they're, they're I insinuating. I don't want to smell, like, look, I'm just saying that. I don't want to smell like Ben Gay. That's all. It, go, it goes on really nice. Listen, and, let me tell you something. None of that stuff works anyway, buddy. How's this for a commercial? Listen, buy Icy Hot. It doesn't work, but buy it anyway. They, they probably still would like that because you're still saying buy it. But the other thing about it, too, is... If you got um, a sore shoulder, if you got a sore shoulder, rub some Icy Hot on it. You won't smell, and you'll still have a sore shoulder. Well, Shaq um, gets sponsored by it. Icy Hot? Yeah, I think he gets Icy Hot, but also he has... He'll he'll, he'll sponsor anything. He's got a lot of sponsorship. I bet you he doesn't... I bet you you Shaq doesn't smell like Ben Gay. You might smell like pretzels. The other, the other, the other good, the other good, he does. The other good thing about it too, compared to Ben Gay and some other um, (laughs) ointments, is it's not, it's not greasy. It's not greasy. And remember, remember the guy that did the Love Connection um, TV show, Chuck Worley? Woolery. Woolery. Remember that guy? So he, after he stopped doing the shows and he needed to do some other things, he did some sponsorships. And he did something for some kind of um, muscle ache cream. And he would say, this is a good thing because, you you know, I always get words mixed up. But this was hilarious. He goes, it's non-greasy. He would say, it's non-greasy. What's that, greasy? Yeah. And I used to laugh at that. I go, finally, I find another guy that screws up words. And he was a big-time host of shows. So that's good for me. It looks like I got a future possibly. All oh, right, you Tommy. Do. You do, buddy. Okay, yeah, listen. Well, all right. I think it's time, right? Yeah, that's it. So, old Menace West, Barry D and Tommy T, thank you for 
watching and listening to our video podcast, go check it out on Vimeo, the video portion, and on all the major podcast networks for the audio portion. And go follow us on all the social media. At brought, to you by, brought to you by Old Spice, Icy Hot, and Always Rolling Rock. Yes. And okay. remember, all of you out there, all you older people that use Icy Hot, and all you younger people that drink Rolling Rock, Remember this, and always remember this: we won't try harder next time. So don't got that right, even buddy. ask. All right, you got that right, buddy. Woo! Okay. All so right. look at that. So our fathers have these flats. That's why we yeah. have them. Our fathers have them. Look at oh, that. Oh, okay. There we go. Doo, 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 doo. Our favorite show. Our favorite show. Da, 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 da. PTI. PTI. Our favorite show. Okay. I'll see All right. You, buddy. Good, Good night, stuff, buddy. Good night, buddy. All right. Good night. Oh, Take care. A great show, man. All right. We'll see you soon. All right, man. Take care, buddy. Oh, yeah. Dazzling. Stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profound. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. Very Tommy 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 Tommy. Let's go. Let's go. It's so many sweat.